It's been a very long year in the in the world of bookkeeping and for small and medium enterprises in Australia. It's great to have you joining us wherever you are in Australia right now. It's December. And as always, we're really thrilled to have you joining us on the ICB News Channel podcast. My name is Rob Marshall. And with Christmas looming, there are a number of milestone moments that are appearing on the horizon or maybe even closer for small business owners and bookkeepers here in Australia. And that's very much the focus of today's episode of the ICB News Channel. I want to welcome to the News Channel somebody who's making their debut on our podcast. Uh, I want to welcome Will Buckley from Zero. Great to have you joining us, Will. Thanks so much, Rob. It's it's really good to be here. I uh, I appreciate the opportunity to um, come and spend some time with you and and uh, share as much as I can with with the bookkeeping community. But to your point, have um have done uh, a lot of heavy lifting over the past couple of years. So um, yeah, it's good to be able to uh, to be amongst amongst good people doing great work. And and. To that point, Will, Zero, who are a valued partner of the Institute of Certified Bookkeepers, have uh, been along the journey of that heavy lifting. Just maybe before we get going on on a couple of the, the focuses that we do want to put on with with what's happening at Zero, and in particular our focus today on single-touch payroll phase two, maybe do you, do you want to just explain to, to our listeners uh, what your role is at Zero, and and perhaps a little bit of a reflection on the year that has been, a year that's clearly for those in small business in particular and for bookkeepers around Australia has been a really difficult and tiring year and I'm uh, I'm assuming something similar at zero as well but first of all uh, what what is your role at, at zero these days will of course so I'm the new country manager for zero in Australia and what that means is I'm I'm responsible for the team that connects with our accounting and bookkeeping community across the entire country um, and working with all of our uh, government stakeholder groups, working with the banks and the financial services ecosystem, as well as with all of our, our partners as well. So um, my role is is really just about making sure that we stay as connected as we possibly can with with our partner community, um, which I love. I've been with with Zero for the past seven years now. I'm originally from from practice myself, um, so got a got a lot of time and, and love for anybody in the profession. So um, it's, it's really good to be here. And then, yeah, to your point on the past couple of years being on the more challenging side, and I think we're starting to see mm. that continue to play out with some uncertain mm. economic conditions that we're continuing to face into. Um, I myself, I'm looking forward to being able to ideally have a, a bit of a break over this holiday season and, and come back as recharged as possible in the new year because, yeah, yeah. the reality is that we are facing into some, some uncertainty. So, um, yeah, it's going to take everyone in the profession um, to, to do some heavy lifting and being really, really clever and, yeah. and tactical about taking all the experience that everyone has and, and putting it out there to solve as many problems as possible for, for clients. Yeah, and, and I think um, your reference, the fact that, you know, you've got that hopefully that break coming up uh, very shortly. I think we all look forward to it. I think most people in business and certainly the bookkeeping community that we serve as the ICB are just hanging out for that that short break. Having said that, though, uh, as I mentioned at the intro, we've got we've got a little bit to unpack in uh, very early on in the new year, and we're going to just have a little bit of a chat about that in a few moments. 
Um, finally, just before we do get to that, um, plenty of exciting things happening at Zero these days. And um, certainly, I know uh, you recently just had uh, your, the Zero Con. I don't know if it was that recent, but it feels like it. Um, but plenty of excitement around Zero at the moment, Will. Yeah, absolutely. We we did have our ZeroCon, our annual ZeroCon events, uh, which was the first time for a couple of years now that we we're able to do it back yeah. in person, which yeah. that was special. Um, for someone that wears the Zero T-shirt, um, I'm very proud to do so, mostly because we do get to connect with our partner community. Um, the ability to, yep. to run that ZeroCon event in person in Sydney this year, it was really special. So we've heard lots of great stories that partners that were able to attend really enjoyed it as well. And the highlight for me was, yeah, just seeing everyone back in person and some of the big smiles that were walking around the, the venue over those couple of days in Sydney was, yeah, it was nice to get back to that. So um, we've also got our, our Zero Roadshows coming up in February as well. So ZeroCon is not the only yes, event yes. we do. We've got roadshows in February. So if anyone's um, keen to come along, we, we're doing 17 cities. Uh, it'd be great to, to see as many of our bookkeeping community there that, that um, they can make it. Well, no doubt here on the pod, on the ICB podcast, we'll uh, we'll reference those again closer to the mark. But certainly, uh, if you're a, a, a zero community member out there, um, make sure you've got your diary out and flag those dates and and get along to to the uh, the road shows that are going around in February. Let's talk. Um, let's talk those milestone moments that uh, are looming for. Uh, bookkeepers and for um, for business owners using zero throughout Australia coming up. And that's, of course, we're referring to single-touch payroll phase two, which is uh, being effectively rolled out throughout 2022 and into 2023. I think most people are across uh, why, why STP2, as we call it, is being rolled out. It's that disaggregation, that's ability to... To, for the ATO, the employer, to provide greater detailed information about payroll to the um, ATO, ATO, the Australian Tax Office, and, of course, that information then can be disseminated through other services um, of government, in particular um, Services Australia in particular. So we won't go too deep into to the why of single-touch payroll phase two, but I guess the question for many is is where are zero on that roadmap and where are they um, at this pa- um, place in time and how is the transition to single-touch payroll phase two, the filing aspect of it, going at zero? Yeah, of course. Um, so zero payroll is officially phase two approved with the ATO. Um, which does mean that from from January, all of our customers will be able to switch reporting from phase one into phase two really seamlessly. Um, and any new customers joining from January onwards will automatically and natively be phase two compliant as well. Um, but in terms of preparing clients for moving to that phase two, um, we're seeing a lot of really good a lot of really good progress through the transition experience. Um, we've heard feedback from both bookkeepers and accountants uh, across the community that the they understand the transition experience that we've designed for them in the platform. Um, we yep. we've always, I mean, this is this is in our DNA at Zero. We always look for ways that we can make it the most beautiful experience possible, um, and we have we've we've done our very best to not leave anything. Uh, off the table in terms of that product experience and resources 
terms of videos, help guides, articles, blogs, to to really help both practitioner as well as clients um, move through the transition experience. I was I was in an event in Perth just last week um, with the yes. accounting and bookkeeping community, and someone did come up to me from from the crowd and. Um, she came up to me just to let me know that she had a really positive experience working with one of her clients going through that transition. Um, and she said that she didn't play as much of an active role as what her client did, but her client was the one that actually mentioned that the videos and the guides were incredibly helpful to, to go through that transition experience. Um, so January is when everybody can switch over from being phase one to phase two. Um, but the important thing to note is that all of the milestones are now available today in in zero payroll in in the product. So there's the, right. the clear message from us is to to not wait until the 31st of March um, is to jump on it as as soon as possible uh, and get ahead of get ahead of it as as much as you possibly can. Yeah, no, that's great advice. We um, we. We'll call out the milestone that I mentioned before of being a deferral to the 31st of March, but um, certainly throughout the journey of of um, single touch payroll f- uh, phase two, um, we've tried to be fairly consistent at uh, ICB to say if your product, and in this case zero, is is ready and and it can be done, then don't hesitate. Don't leave it to, you know, uh, five minutes to twelve on the on the 31st of March to do the transition because. Um, <clears throat> there's a little bit to unpack there, although having seen what uh, Zero have put together, you've done a magnificent job to, to, to phase that in and to allow the, the, the user, the business owner, the bookkeeper, assisting the business owner to work through that in a really methodical way. So uh, um, really, really thrilled to be able to bring to listeners today, if you weren't aware that Zero from 1 January jump in, you'll be able to com- complete that transition process. And once you do, you're away. There's nothing really too much to be feared within that process. And certainly for those who are listening in who engage with bookkeepers, um, and, and certainly bookkeepers that you're aware are members of the Institute of Certified Bookkeepers, don't be afraid to, to speak to your bookkeeper about that and the process. And we've got some tools also at the Institute that will assist with the mapping process to be included once um, once you transition within zero as well. So we'll maybe just call out where where can people go to to watch those videos that you mentioned? Is it just zero.com to be able to access those videos? Yeah, so zero.com is the, the best starting point and then navigating through to our Zero Central uh, portal or, or platform, yeah. um, which is, I imagine, uh, everyone in the, the Zero Bookkeeping community would be quite familiar with. Um, well and over used to, yeah. to going through it. Yeah, so um, it's it's yeah. all in, in Zero Central. Uh, and, of course, in the app itself going through the transition, there's um, guides and prompts to, to facilitate that smooth transition experience as well. That's brilliant. That's great. So, Will, just one final thing before I let you go. If there was one thing that you'd like to, to share with bookkeepers to be aware of during this time and during this process, um, do you want to maybe call that out? Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, the, the call out would be um, just not, not to wait to the 31st of March. Um, yes, Zero's customer deferral deadline is the 31st of March, but all the tools to transition your data and clients' data 
have success. Well, they are available and have been available for a while now. So we've been rolling out since September. Um, So moving through employee data, earnings, paid leave. Um, But coming into the new calendar year, the the message from us would be to jump on it early uh, and move through the transition and, and not leave it to the last minute. So familiarize yourself with the three-step STP phase two transition process in zero um, and make time to work through transitioning your client list as soon as possible. Um, And definitely don't forget to mark each stage of the transition as complete in the in zero payroll as, as you go through that. So yeah, the, the deferral is to the 31st of March, but um, definitely encourage everyone to jump onto it as, as early as possible. And that can be as early as 1 January. So uh, get on it, folks. Will Buckley, thank you for joining us today on the ICB News Channel. It's been an absolute pleasure. We hope you won't be a stranger and may join us again sometime in, in the future to uh, share all things exciting at, at zero. And uh, we wish you all the very best for, for Christmas, for you and your family, and uh, and certainly all the all the valued uh, people at, that work at zero. We also uh, want to pass on our best wishes from the Institute of Certified Bookkeepers. And I'm sure the listeners tuning in today to to the ICB News Channel. Thanks, Will. Thank you so much, Rob, and thank you to the ICB members for everything that you have done and continue to do to, to support Australian small businesses. It's, um, it's a real privilege to be able to come on here and, and share this with you, and I, I do look forward to coming back, so please invite, invite me back. <laughs> we will do. Thanks, Will. Cheers. It's my great pleasure, very great pleasure to uh, bring into the fold, onto the, onto the episode of this podcast, um, episode 13, a old fave of the ICB, uh, somebody that may be a, a fairly familiar to some um, in particular, and that, of course, I'm speaking, of course, of Leanne Berry, who is now um, very much entrenched as in her role at MYOB, and um, Leanne is going to to also continue just a little bit of a lens on single-touch payroll phase two and where we're uh, headed in all things MYOB. But first of all, welcome to the podcast, Leanne. Oh, Rob, thanks so much for uh, uh, letting me come on again today. End of the year and last episode, it feels very, very privileged. Yeah, it's been a long year. We've uh, called that out already uh, in the earlier parts of this episode um, and I'm guessing, you know, we've we've mentioned how hard it has been for small business owners and for bookkeepers in particular across Australia. From an MYB perspective, um, obviously no different. It's it's been a tough year, hasn't it? And um, I'm sure MYB would want to uh, bring some encouragement to the bookkeeping community and to the small business owners tuning in today. Yeah, look, Rob, it has been a big year and um, STP2 has been the challenge of the year, I think. And we're trying to do everything here at MYOB to make it easy for our partners and customers and bookkeepers across Australia to, to connect to STP2 with MYOB products. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's dive straight into that. It is um, probably the, the the main milestone. We keep calling it that. That um, bookkeepers and small business owners, if they haven't already moved to single touch payroll phase two, need to to put an urgent lens on. So yep. um, just maybe a little bit of a reflection. How do you see STP two single touch payroll phase two transitions going so far from an MYB perspective uh, to this point in time? 
Look, Rob, MSTP2 transitions are well and truly underway at MYOB. With the uh, MYOB ATO deferral deadline only three weeks away, we're strongly Mm. encouraging all MYOB payroll customers and partners to make the switch to STP2 as soon as possible. Uh, To be compliant by the 1st of January 2023 deadline in our MYOB account right products. Mm -hmm. Um, STP2 reporting, um, we've made it easy. Um, Our in-product readiness check will help guide customers through the process. So be sure you move all of your clients to STP2 well before your holiday break. For everything else you need to know, Um, about the change, visit myob.com forward slash STP2. And we we call out that we do have a lot of um, business owners who tune into the ICB news channel these days. Um, So that is one option, myob.com forward slash STP2. The other option, obviously, is to to, to reach out to your local bookkeeper and engage with them, and and especially if they uh, are an MYAB partner, to ensure that you've got somebody who can partner alongside you through this this journey. We mentioned it earlier today that um, it's one that's not that onerous, but just needs some you know some thought put into it. Just want to sort of reflect on something you've just said a few moments ago. Can you sort of clarify which MYOB products are STP Phase 2 compliant to this point, Leanne? Yeah, the STP Phase 2 compliant products are MYOB Business, the latest generation of MYOB Essentials products and our Account Right products, Rob. We'll circle around to that term essentials in a few moments because that's one that possibly needs a little bit more of a a discussion and a bit more of a lens. But one of the things that... um, um, we've seen come through our support lines and has been asked of us is why does MYB account, the MYB account right file, for those who have an MYB account right file, why does that need to be online from an STP perspective? Look, Robert needs to be online so we can integrate the file with the ATO online services. So this transition is completed through MYOB account right in the browser. If your company file is offline, that means it's saved on your computer or a network server, you'll need to put your company file online to move to STP Phase 2. Having your file online is included in your MYOB subscription, so there's no additional cost. And once online, you take advantage of all of MYOB's additional online services as well. But the main thing is that we need to have the file online to connect to the ATO services. Leanne, the ICB has put quite an emphasis on single-touch payroll phase two throughout this um, sort of 12 months since the ATO really started to, to ramp up the, the transition options and uh, MYB have been very active in that, in that process. Uh, the ICB have um, uh, created a number of training opportunities for members and even for uh, business owners in some cases to be able to tap into. Is there some STP phase um, two training available via MYB that people could be aware of? Yeah, look, Rob, we've been running webinars all year. Unfortunately, our last webinar for STP2 was last week. But MYOB um, also has um, some self-guided courses you can complete in your own time in our MYOB Academy. And if you visit myob.com, STP switch, all one word, you can find out more about those. Beautiful. That's great. Okay, so... 
mybcom STP switch is where forward you need slash. to head yep. with the forward slash in there. I always get the forward slash and the backslash <laughs> around the wrong way there, Leanne, but uh, yep. it's definitely a forward slash. That's so, a forward uh, slash. Yeah, <laughs> starting from the right and finishing down in the left-hand part of the uh, whatever that is. Um, yep. Bottom left, <laughs> um, top right. That's the one, yeah. I knew there was a way to put it, position that one better than what I just did. One of the things that we have also heard uh, a lot in the community and, and especially in the business community is that, hey, you know, my file is online so I don't really actually have to do anything. It'll just all magically happen for me. Will all MYOB software automatically update to single-touch payroll phase two, Leanne? No, Rob, you'll still need to update some payroll information before you can um, transition to STP phase two. If you're transitioning from another software, look out for our new feature where you can simply bring across what we call your BMS ID, which will make the process of transferring your payroll data a lot easier. Um, But there is that um, process of transition and our self-guided wizard does help you through that. But as we said earlier, um, getting in touch with your bookkeeper or searching for an MYOB partner that can help you do this transition if, you, if you're just stuck or really um, unsure about what to do or don't have the confidence that you're doing it properly, I'd suggest getting in touch with an MYOB partner or one of your ICB bookkeepers. Absolutely. And and again, I mentioned this a little bit earlier today, ICB have got a lot of resources that we've created to help with the, the mapping process. We um, we uh, again called it out earlier to say that we're not uh, necessarily focused now on what what is STP two all about. It's about now heads down and just getting it done. And one of the one of the things that we do have that uh, will be of assistance, and we've um, certainly uh, seen evidences of this is a, a fabulous mapping tool that we can use to uh, assist with the process within MYAB as well. So we're where do I find out about all the, you know, we've, I've just mentioned the mapping tool that we have through the ICB, but the ATO um, also has some reporting categories that we need to be across. What, where, where's the best place to go to for that, Leanne? Yeah, look, MYOB can't advise book, um, clients or partners on their STP2 mapping. We're just not allowed to do that. So we recommend referring to the ATO's resources. They've got a huge wealth of resources by searching for ATO plus STP2 and you'll come across all the resources that the ATO have, have created. And as you said, Rob, you know, ICB have created a lot of resources. And again, connecting with a partner who has the knowledge and the yeah. education or an ICB bookkeeper who has as, you know, the backing and resources of ICB is just the best way to go if you've got no confidence or little confidence in being able to get this right. So, again, all things STP2 and MYOB and ATO, all those acronyms, we're throwing them all in today, aren't we? Um, We did mention that there are some previous generations of MYOB and in particular one that uh, I think some reference in these days as old essentials or just simply MYOB essentials. Or what what right. is the story with that earlier generation software, Leanne? Um, we're, we're working hard behind the scenes to transition all our old Essentials clients onto the new Essentials MYOB business platform. Unfortunately, we didn't make our deadline of the 31st of December, so we applied to the ATO for an extension of that deferral to get those clients covered. So this is only for those clients that are still on old Essentials. We now have a deferral in place till the 31st of March, um, and we're getting to the pointy end of getting all those files transitioned. I'm seeing weekly updates 
benefits on the files that we're transitioning. So rest assured, if you're still on old essentials, we do have you covered till the 31st of March, 2023. So maybe just clarifying that, that that 31 March date is purely for old essentials or old generation software, um, the, the 31 December you know, milestone, as we keep calling it, is yep. uh, is still in place for account right users, those using um, um, the uh, the business products. That, That's right. Uh, our, our MYOB business account right, account right in the browser and our new yep. essential products, yep. yes, uh, yep. all the 31st of December. So this additional deferral is only for those clients that are on old essentials because old essentials will is being phased out and we it won't be STP2 ready. Yep. And finally, as we um, sort of wrap wrap up this uh, this very uh, informative session you've provided to us, Liam, we're very thankful. Um, were there any fixes or updates that you added? Um, when I say you, I'm meaning MYOB, of course, have added to STP solutions that maybe you'd like to just bring to our attention because there, there has been, you know, a little bit of movement across the last six months or so in particular. Yeah, there's been a couple of things that we've put in to make it easier, Rob. Uh, the first one in MYOB Business, account right in the browser. Um, in You'll now see what phase of STP you're reporting on in the STP Reporting Centre. So clicking on that in the top right-hand side, you'll see whether you're reporting on STP1 or STP2. Um, the other thing was employees whose employment basis is set to other. Um, so think about those contractors you pay for super only, that kind of that kind of yep. uh, scenario. They're now mm-hmm. not included in STP reporting. So the details of these employees are no longer checked during the move to STP phase two. There's also improved employment termination payment handling reporting via STP2. So making the move to STP2 is, is easy with MYOB with our deferral deadline coming up fast. Ensure that you and your clients are STP2 compliant by the 1 January 2023 deadline. Yeah, and look, I, I sense that um, many have already, you know, been working through that with MYB over the last six months in particular and have, have done a magnificent job. So shout out to, to those who have been been doing that. If uh, if you kind of have got a bit of a flurry ahead of you, um, we, um, we wish you all the very best during that flurry. Um, but um, rest assured that MYB have worked really hard um, and partnered alongside the ICB to to try and make sure that that experience, like you called out, is fairly seamless. And I think um, probably the main call out, if I'm wrong, Leanne, would be to say to uh, the bookkeeping community in particular, just just go and, and start the process. The longer you put it off, the, the more pain there's likely to be. Just get in there and, and get it going. And I think once you've done one or two, uh, from my experience across the softwares, uh, you, you're away to the races and you'll be fine. So, that, so how are you going with all your STP2 transitions, Rob? Yes, yeah, I'm getting there. Yes, it's been <laughs> been a journey for our practice as well, uh, like it is for anybody. But uh, certainly, um, the ones that we've done with MYB so far have been exactly as you've called out, very seamless. So, really pleased that uh, you've been able to just clear up a couple of things that uh, probably a few few people have been questioning, uh, especially that uh, question about, you know, it will just magically happen. It doesn't magically happen. There is a process. And um, and, and if you're a, a business owner who uses MYB tuning in right now, really encourage you to jump in and have a look at those self-guided um, webinars or, or at minimum, reach out to your local uh, MYB partner to, to assist you. Absolutely, definitely, Rob. I've got one client left to do. 
Well done. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't probably say I'm in the same boat, but uh, uh, we'll meet. We'll, we'll we'll go into the new year happy, I reckon. So, I Leanne, uh, Leanne Berry, thank you for joining us. We uh, we love partnering alongside MYOB, and uh, we uh, wish you all the very best for Christmas, and and also all those associated with MYOB on behalf of the ICB News Channel. Um, this podcast wishes you a very merry Christmas. Uh, thank you, Robin. Look, on behalf of um, MYOB, all the team, myself and my team, I just want to wish all our ICB listeners and, you know, the SMEs out there around Australia a very, very happy holiday period. Um, be safe and enjoy a really relaxing and enjoyable Christmas with love and laughter with your family and friends. Thanks for partnering with us this year, Rob. Beautifully said, Leanne. Thank you. We continue our journey of the ICB News Channel podcast today uh, and we're going to keep that revolving door of guests coming through. Hello, Simone Emmett, uh, a regular on the ICB News Channel, news editor of the uh, ICB Newsletter. Great to have you, Simone. Hi, Rob. Thanks for welcoming me today. Always good to have you, Simone. We're going to put get our heads right inside some of the really important things that are happening in the world of finance and the financial services Um Things that affect bookkeepers and, and business owners around Australia via our newsletter that's uh, just come out at the back end of November into the early parts of December. And we always encourage our um, listeners to jump in and, and grab a copy of the newsletter, our members in particular, but also uh, a lot of the items are available freely for um, business owners and bookkeepers who aren't even members of the ICB to have a look at on our website, icb.org.au, and we'd encourage you to, to do that. Just before we get inside some of the key articles that were in the, uh, the most recent ICB newsletter, um, just to finish off our conversations around single-touch payroll phase two, um, we did also reach out to our uh, valued partner, Reckon, and uh, to get some response back as to where they're at in the STP phase two journey. And uh, we posed a couple of questions to to Reckon. Um, we weren't able to get somebody at this stage to, to respond directly, but I did get some responses that uh, I think we should... Uh, for our listeners just call out and we, we've got some uh, uh, partners perhaps of Reckon listening in or perhaps those who are actual end users of the Reckon product. So we pose the question from a Reckon perspective, when do I need to be STP Phase 2 compliant? The response uh, from Reckon is that the, whilst they acknowledge the official start for STP Phase 2 uh, did commence from the ATO's perspective back on 1 January 2022, Reckon has been able to secure a deferral with the ATO until the 30th of June 2023. Uh, this effectively means that if you're a user of Reckon and products um, associated with Reckon, that you have to comply for STP Phase 2 requirements by June 30, 2023. We further went on to, to ask the question, why did Reckon um, see the need to secure a defer deferral? Um, and basically Reckon are working with the ATO constantly on single touch payroll phase two uh, and, and really have a desire to make it a seamless experience for all their users. So as such, they felt that it was in the best interests of their customers to seek that deferral and uh, work through to the 30th of June 2023 for that experience and their clients or their customers. 
So what does uh, a business who uses Reckon need to do at this point? Well, effectively, you won't need to do anything. Just keep managing your payroll as you currently are under STP Phase 1. And as a Reckon customer, you'll be automatically covered by the deferral we've just mentioned. You don't need to apply for anything as a business owner. If you are contacted by the ATO about your transition to STP Phase 2, you simply need to provide them with a deferral reference number, and I'm going to call that number out, Simone. It's 8562715. So it's deferral reference number 8562715, and that applies to all Reckon payroll products. If you're a Reckon partner, uh, listening in today. How does this affect you? Well, the deferrals also apply to the Reckon Partner Network and uh, Reckon have indicated that they'll continue to keep partners updated on single-touch payroll phase two as it's rolled out through the early parts of 2023. And finally, what's next from uh, Reckon? Well, as mentioned before, they continue to work really closely with the ATO to update their payroll solutions to enable STP Phase 2 information and to make the entire process as simple as possible. If you are a user of Reckon, you will be notified as the products become uh, compliant and ready for that STP transition. But in the meantime, you can continue business as usual and uh, as we've done uh, from an ICB perspective, we've encouraged you, um, especially if you're a Reckon user, to consider the minute it's ready to go, we uh, we would love to see you uh, make that transition rather than leave it to that uh, five minutes to 12 on the 30th of June, Simone. So that's the response from Reckon. We thank you for, thank them for their response and hopefully that's given some clarity to our partner network in particular or our members who uh, have uh, clients who use Reckon and for those who are tuning in also who are Reckon users. But Simone, let's get our head inside the ICB uh, newsletter for November and a very, we've, we've spent much of this episode talking milestones and things, events that have happened or are happening. One that did already happen was on the 30th of November, a deadline for director ID numbers um, and that, that date has now passed. Um, uh, however, we, we acknowledge that there may be some business owners out there or some bookkeepers working with business owners that haven't been able to meet that deadline as such. Do you want to give us some background of the article that's in the newsletter uh, around the director ID and where that's at right now? Yes, certainly, Rob. Just um, yeah, going back to the fact that the 30th of November was the cut-off date, but the ATO are taking a reasonable approach with directors who are trying to do the right thing. And after the 14th of December... Like, directors can still apply, but penalty, penalty, penalty sorry, will apply um, for directors who have not met their obligations after this date. Um, there are also another opportunity if you are legitimately struggling to meet the, the deadlines online, um, there is a form that you can go to the ABRS website and you can have an extension possibly to the 31st of January, but the, um, the ABRS website will explain quite clearly that there are strict parameters around this um, situation. So by the time we go to air, um, many may have already missed even that 14th of December deadline or by the time people tune in. Um, so we, <coughs> we do recommend going to that ABRS site and uh, following the process there. Um, hopefully uh, that will be fairly seamless for you and uh, certainly the, the main messaging is 
uh, <laughs> I guess don't just go uh, too hard and try to avoid it altogether. The longer this is left, the uh, probably the, the, the comment would be the worse it's going to get, Simone. So uh, the sooner uh, bookkeepers and in particular small business owners and business owners across Australia uh, action, the director ID, the, the better. Um, so <clears throat> just maybe um, clarify for us, who is authorised to actually apply for a director ID, Simone? So it's really only the director themselves that are authorised yeah. to apply for the director ID. Um, an authorised BAS or tax agent can help but cannot actually apply for it on behalf of the director. And the reason that you need to apply for it yourself is because of identity verifications, um, which have privacy issues and things like that. So the ICB and ATO have some fantastic and helpful resources to, to help directors with, with this process. There's some great how-to videos through the ATO website and plus um, the ATO Small Business Newsroom has some really good information. I think, um, again, we would just want to call it out. We know there's been a little bit of angst around bookkeepers assisting business and business owners not acknowledging that they, or directors in particular, sorry, acknowledging that they need to make that application. So it's a really good call out that you've made and we've we've made that emphasis in the newsletter that it is the business owner, the director themselves, um, that needs to make the application for the director ID. Uh, there are some businesses who may be just sitting back thinking the bookkeeper's just doing it. So it's really important that as bookkeepers, we continue to communicate to directors in organisations to say, look, all we can do is prompt you that it needs to be done and urgent action needs to be taken. So great article. Um, again, for our bookkeeping community, if you want some more information, go and refer to what we have put in in the newsletter, also the news items that we've put up on www.icb.org.au. And uh, hopefully we can move into a new year where uh, we can tick director IDs off Simone as having been done. It would be nice to see, to see it all complete. Absolutely. Talking of the new year, uh, we have an article um, in our newsletter that uh, references, this is specifically more so for our, our membership in particular, that the uh, that information is already available around our Australian Bookkeepers Summit for 2023. We're celebrating, we've just recently come off the road with our termination workshops around Australia and that ability, Simone, to be face-to-face, -face, well, I absolutely loved every moment of it and we're uh, well and truly back on track for that for Summit 2023. And I'm going to really encourage everybody to uh, to get in early, get that early bird option to, to come and join us on the road. We will be offering online opportunity as well throughout the, 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 the back end of the Summit. But uh, just a quick call out that... Uh, from Wednesday the 1st of March onwards, throughout the month of March, pretty much right to the end, um, we'll be at a location somewhere around Australia for uh, uh, the Australian ICB Bookkeepers Summit. Uh, so kicking off in Hobart, we'll be visiting Canberra, Sydney, Cairns, Adelaide, Darwin, Perth, Brisbane, and culminating in Melbourne at the back end of March. So a lot for us to... Uh, uh, to, to do as a team moving forward, but uh, for our membership, plenty to celebrate there and the opportunity to come and, and be face-to-face -face and to, to network as we've done so for so many years up until the pandemic hit and then we've had a bit of a pause, but we're up and running again. So all, all good 
good information there. We will be releasing more information shortly about content. Um, so keep an eye out for the December edition of the ICB newsletter and there'll be also more information available on icb.org.au. I want to sort of finish off mostly for the last part of uh, today's session of the, the podcast, uh, focusing in, Simone, on a, on a a really pertinent article that was in the uh, November newsletter and certainly is pertinent um, possibly more so than ever at the moment because of a shift um, from the ATO in the in the conversation around the difference between a contractor and an employee. Now, there's been no shift in the conversation as such, but there's been a, a little bit of a, a change on the ATO site and what we thought was we might just get our head inside some background behind what's happening with contractor versus employee. And uh, I'll hand over to you, Simone, to give us some of that back backstory. Not a problem. Well, as many, many bookkeepers and, and tax agents and professionals will be aware that the employer and contract decision tool um, by the ATO is currently unavailable pending a review. This is due to High Court decision handed down in CFMEU versus Personal Contracting and ZG Operations versus JAMSEC, in which both cases had impacts on ATO advice and guidance about how to classify workers. So now, as a result of these two um, landmark cases, the ATO are reviewing their public advice and guidance, which will also involve the products and all those kind of things to make the necessary updates to reflect the principles that were set out in the High Court. So this is a really tricky um, mm. thing to do. For a long time, businesses have struggled with the complexities of getting how to feed an employer an independent contractor in order to avoid any breach of compliance laws. Um, and if you do make the incorrect decision, the penalties are quite high. So ICB, we put this in the newsletter just to remind members of the regulations around how you determine whether a worker is an employee or a contractor. So you're under an obligation if you hire a worker, you must check if they're an employee or a contractor. And this is important because it affects tax, super, other obligations and penalties and charges that will apply if you do get it wrong. So determining the difference between a contractor and an employer is not that simple. Um, our resource goes on to explain really clearly in step-by-step -step process how do you do determine whether it's how you pay them, the control over their work, the nature of their work arrangements, their leave entitlements. There are so many things that are covered in the resource and it is available through a news item as well. So I really encourage people to go to icb.org.au and just read through that article really carefully if they've got employees and contractors because it's something that there's so many key differences um, yeah, I'll jump, in, I'll jump in at this point, if I may. Um, funnily enough, um, in my own bookkeeping practice outside of uh, the work that I do with the ICB, this has come up twice in the last week alone. Um, and without that, I guess what we're probably really calling out here is that without that ATO tool being available right now, um, we, the ICB, do have a resource, and that's what you're referencing that people can refer to. Maybe can you just sort of briefly outline what it is that we've called out in that resource that determines whether someone is an employee or a contractor. And of course, we want to really emphasise that, uh, you know, you should also seek outside advice. Maybe a conversation with an accountant or a tax agent is really wise in this instance as well. But do you want to just go through those key dot points as to what determines 
whether someone is potentially deemed as an employee or a contractor? The key difference is that a contractor has greater autonomy over their work than an employee, but it also means they need to be responsible for their own equipment, tools, taxes and insurances. It's whether they have freedom to do work for other clients, whether you need to pay them superannuation and taxes, whether you provide equipment or they purchase their own. So that's a delineation between the the autonomy means more of a contractor um, decision. So they're they're free to to come and go as they please, do their own hours and have all their own tools. And, And the resource explains it very clearly. So we really wanted to highlight this. If it was probably one of the, the major highlights of, of the newsletter and in particular we wanted to call this out in the podcast is that we do acknowledge uh, it's come up on our social media quite regularly of recent times that the ATO, for various reasons, as you've explained, have pulled that tool down. However, that doesn't diminish the fact that we need to determine that diff- uh, that deline- delineation, I think was the word you used, I like that word, Simone, um, between employee and contractor and uh, at the moment probably the go-to is is our resource at the ICB. Um, So calling it out again, icb.org.au for members, you'll be able to tap into our resources section and be able to get that, uh, that employee versus contractor resource and be able to access a lot more information that may assist you through the process of, of that delineation. I'm going to keep saying it, Simone, because it just rolls mm-hmm. off the tongue nicely if you get it right. Um, and, uh, and again, the opportunity is also there for business owners to, to work alongside their bookkeeper and their tax agent to be able to get that determination right. Because as you called it out, unfortunately, if it's not got right, there there has been plenty of anecdotal evidences of, of penalty regimes coming into play and issues surrounding that. Yes, Robin, as soon as um, the ATO releases more information on this topic, um, ICB will be across it. Straight away. We will. We will absolutely be across this one. It's one that does affect our communities, whether that be our membership and bookkeeping community or the very business owners that we work alongside, uh, bookkeepers helping bookkeepers helping business, Simone, and um, we will be right across this one. We're watching this one very closely and we'll make sure that we update as we go. So just to, to finish off with, um, we've only covered a, a small portion of what is in the November newsletter. Um, another one that sort of caught my attention, Simone, was an article around some free, yeah, we always like that word free, some free opportunities around uh, CPE learnings when it comes to micro skills. And um, the uh, TAFE New South Wales has got a number of uh, free fee-free skills that you can learn online and uh, we'd encourage you to go and have a look at that news article if you haven't already done so and you may want to consider tapping into that. Uh, The ICB, we and our training section um, is working hard uh, currently, Simone, on uh, making a lot more training opportunities moving forward as well for our membership. So uh, plenty of opportunities and uh, I guess the thing that uh, we all love when we're we're in the game that we are in and that's that CPE opportunity to rack up a few hours. So uh, again, we'd encourage you to go and have a look at um, the micro skills opportunities that are in our November newsletter. Just to finish off with Simone, um, just uh, specifically for our membership in particular, um, do you want to call out um, the Christmas arrangements for ICB this year and in particular the ICB office closing dates? 
Yes, certainly, Rob. So ICB administration and support are going to have a break over yes, Christmas and New a well Year. well-earned one. <laughs> yes, so very, very, it's been a very big year for all of us. So as of 5pm on Friday the 23rd of December, we're going to go on holidays for a little bit and we'll reopen on 8.30 Tuesday the 3rd of January. So that's 2023. So we're all looking forward to a bit of a rest and we wish our members a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, well said, Simone. Um, we, we, we acknowledge, as I called out right at the start of this podcast, that it's been a very, very long 2022 uh, for reasons that we won't go into but most fully understand, especially in the business world and uh, for our amazing bookkeeping community. Um, well done. You've, you've kind of made it. Um, we hope you've made it. <laughs> and uh, that rest that you need is there hopefully for you over the, the, uh, the last few weeks of December and, and perhaps into early January. Uh, certainly the ICB team will be having that break in those uh, times that you mentioned there, Simone, and we'll be looking to come back uh, bigger, brighter and, and more energetic than ever, especially as we lead into our summit 2023 in March. We wanna, I want to thank you, Simone, for uh, this year and the incredible work and effort you've put into providing information that is crucial to our bookkeeping network and our small business and business owner network around Australia. It's been great having you joining us on the, uh, the podcast on, on a very regular basis, and I'm sure that will continue into 2023. And uh, I, I want to add a very Merry Christmas to you and your family and to, uh, to everybody associated with this uh, podcast. And it's been a, a fabulous year and I've really, or we have really enjoyed the opportunity to, to bring um, learning opportunities to our membership. So thank you, Simone. Thanks, Rob. It's been an absolute pleasure and I'm looking forward to a really exciting 2023. Indeed we are. So so that's it, folks. That's a wrap for the ICB News Channel for 2022. Uh, we hope that you will uh, continue to join us as we move into 2023 and we look forward to uh, bringing more in, in information to you as it happens and uh, making sure that you are well connected with all things in financial services, the ATO and bookkeeping in general across Australia. A very Merry Christmas to everyone.